everybody, welcome to Smashing Game Time. This is game of the year so far, or as everyone is calling it, Goaty So. No one's calling it Goaty So. No one's calling it that. Everyone's calling it Goaty So. Everyone I've talked to has called it that. Welcome, everybody. I am your host, Nick. Right below me is my brother, Josh. D Nick, your children and your wife do not count as everybody. I was going to say they the do. person in the mirror he's looking at doesn't count. And Josh, that was your intro. Jake is to the left of me. He is my other brother. Yeah, Nick, you don't know. Mm -mm. No one's calling it Goaty So. Nobody. So for those wondering at home, what the hell is Goaty So? I'll tell you. But first, let me get a few things out of the way. We are a Trident Network podcast. Go check out our siblings. They're awesome. Listen to us wherever you get your podcasts. Fuck the algorithm. Tell a friend. Word of mouth is where it's at all today and tomorrow and every, every other day. And I think that's, you know what, now that I don't beg for reviews, that that shortens that part just a little bit. So I'm just a little flabbergasted. What about uh, Alex Marvin Clark? That's at, that that's at the that's end. That's at the end. And actually, we're not using that song. We're using a different song by Lucrembo. I think it's called River. Yeah, it's called River. It's called R. River. R.I.P. Marvin. No, he'll be Is back. That... We just use different songs for the Game of the Year stuff. So for those at home, they're like, what the fudge is Goaty So? I'll tell you what Goaty So is. Game of the Year so far, we have 13 categories to go through in five days. That's right. You're getting five days of podcast. And we've got six, about seven months of games to look back on. And so we're going to sit here and debate. We're going to pick out in each category a top three. And then the last day is going to be game of the year so far. That is a list of the 10 best games of 2023 so far with some December 2022 games thrown in there. Some heavy contenders. It's been a busy year. There's been a lot that's come out and we've all played a lot of games. Josh, how do you feel about Goaty So? I, I have one thing I want to make very clear if it's not been made very clear. Uh, TikTok, Instagram, wherever you're seeing this uh this clip because we're going to make it happen. Even if Nick isn't a part of it for the love of God, please rip on him. Turn this man into a boy because he thinks goody. So is the word and it's not Jake. It's what not. do you, how do you feel about goody? So I'm not going to call it that. All right. Hey, I love the enthusiasm. <laughs> We've got enthusiasm coming out of our butts today. What do you say? We take that enthusiasm into our first category. We're doing three categories today. We've got best continuing game, best song and best remake, or as I like to call it, remakiest remake. First up, we've got best continuing game. I'm going to go down the list here. Let me put that up on the screen for those watching. You can watch on YouTube. We've got the list up. We've got under best continuing game, and you'll get a little bit of a preview of future list. Don't spoil it for yourself, though. Best continuing game, we've got Psychonauts 2, Fortnite, Marvel Snap, Genshin Impact, Rust, Warzone, Teamfight Tactics, Battlefield 2042, League of Legends, The Case of the Golden Idol, Nobody Saves the World, and Brawl Stars. Josh. I thought we hated Battlefield 2042. We did. However, thanks to our fourth brother, Matthew, um, I, I have, they've redeemed themselves enough for me to at least re-download it and play it again. And I will give it to them. It's a much better game now than it was when it was first released. Within the first year of it being released, even. What's made it better? 
Uh, well, they they finally decided to get off their asses and actually put guns in the game. Before you have, if you're lucky, you'd have like like twenty guns. Where if you look at past battlefields, base game wise, you had you know forty guns, maybe fifty. Uh, maps are being reworked and are better, have a better flow to them for the most part. Um, some of the new maps they have on there are also better designed and have better environments. Oh no, I just think it's it's gotten better. I can actually tolerate playing it now and not contemplate my life choices. Okay, all right. Hey, it's on the list for right now. We'll keep it. Jake, I'm seeing a handful of you on this list. I'm seeing Rust. I'm mm-hmm. seeing Team Fight Tactics. I'm seeing League of Legends. Are there any of these that you're actually still playing? Yeah, Rust, Team Fight Tactics, League of Legends, Brawl Stars. Yeah, I'm playing all, all of them. Okay, well, they've um, all been out for a while. Okay, what is what is keeping you coming back to these? Let's start with uh, let's do Team Fight Tactics. I feel like that's the one I hear the most about from you. So fun fact about TFT, Team Fight Tactics. Uh, today's its birthday. Four years of Team Fight Tactics. They're already on set nine. It's got a huge following. Jeez, four um, years. Four years. Um, and they, the game keeps updating. Uh, the, the developers are amazing. They keep up with the the game. Uh, they they love poking phone fun phone. They like love poking fun with like pro players that play the game. It's just they're they're great. It's a great game. Poking fun. What what are they doing with those pro players? Are they like so pants, Are they panting them in the hallway and saying loser? <laughs> so like that. So there was a clip I think last year or a couple months ago where uh Mort Dog, which is the lead developer of Team Fight Tactics, he came into a Discord chat with uh two players, two notorious pro players, and he he, he pulled a mom joke on him and then just like bounced. It was the craziest thing ever. <laughs> oh, you mean like a dad joke, but a mom? No, like he's like Oh yeah, I did this, but with your mom, and then just bounce like oh, he just left. Oh, like. he said he was doing his mom. That's very yeah, yeah. Hey, love the community, love yeah, the one great. you're with. Okay, so then what about League of Legends? I know they've had auxiliary stuff outside of it with like the popularity of their shows. They've had games that are like story based games around League of Legends, but what specifically about League itself? Well, I mean, it's it's uh, the, the biggest source of entertainment. Uh, Worlds, MSI, uh, just a ton of teams playing uh, the game that people like support and represent. Like it's it, and it's been like that since the game came out. It, it's so fun playing with friends. It's fun. Okay, same question. Brawl Stars. So Brawl Stars uh, being a handheld game, it's I want to say it's kind of Supercell's uh, the developer. Uh, it's their uh, go-to game for esports. I mean, yes, they have Clash of Clans, but it, when it comes to like anything like exciting to watch, it's uh, Brawl Stars. And then Rust. Oh, Rust is just—it's fun with friends. It's being creative. It's being updated monthly. Uh, It's—you know—it's kind of like your sandbox survivor game. It's gotten more PvP than it has Survivor, but. It's still entertaining, especially in the YouTube community. Watch, watching uh, what people do that you didn't really think of, make it interesting. Um, and like Twitch Rivals has been huge. It's a huge event, a huge game for Twitch Rivals. Again, a bunch of just uh, huge content creators, big names that everyone knows, and you know, g- 
going toe to toe, and it, it's just it's just fun content. Uh, Josh Genshin Impact, they yeah, got you so, right. Not not to what you think, Nick. No, um, the, the really there's. I mean, they're working on Banner four point or it's like server four point three. Yeah, I think it's four point three. Um, let's face it; it's yes. Did it copy Breath of the Wild? Yes. Um, but you got to give them credit; they took a working formula and keep growing on it, and it's still growing. It's one of the more bigger free to game plays, right behind the rest of them, like all of the the Hoyoverse uh, games. Star Rail just came out last uh, last month, or was it April? I think it was April. Came out in April. Uh, you have Third Impact. You've got Genshin Impact. I mean, literally, they're, they're, they clearly know what they're doing. They're spacing themselves out with the, all these different genres, and they're succeeding. But what about Genshin Impact? Like, did they add any Star Rail characters to Genshin? Did they add any building to Genshin? If we're talking I mean, about ripping off Zelda stuff. Well, right. But yeah, so yes, they they don't have they're not intermingling just yet because Star Rail is still fairly new. They got to flesh out their own world. Mm-hmm. But no, uh, they, they've added so many new. I think this year alone, they've already added two new characters or, you know, two new playable people. They keep adding on to the story. There's more uh, land or more uh, area to explore now, more quest. I mean, what is there not to like about it? Kitchen Impact. All right, all right, all right. So but, let's see. But Nick, here. here's the more here's the more important question, Nick. I I just want to tackle this right now because I, I know you're, this is your like your love child, Fortnite. Hey, I like Fortnite. All right, so my so the case for Fortnite on this list, the case for Fortnite, Your Honor, is that they just started. I forget. I think it's Chapter Four, Season Three. They are playing around. It's more the meta right now is more sniper heavy. There's a, a uh, what's it called, like a thermal DMR. There's also, they brought the heavy sniper back. Shotguns have, are kind of all over. They got rid of the John Wick shotgun, as I like to call it. I think it's the combat. Now they have the the drum shotgun, which has been broken in the past, but it feels like it's, oh, a re- it's in a really it's, good spot right now. It's fun. Uh, the augments came out this year, which added a little more variety. I'm not the biggest fan of them because I feel like a lot of the augments are useless. A lot of them right now seem to be ammo dependent. Uh, they added a new mechanic. There's mud, so you can get covered in mud and it makes you more slippery. They The new areas are jungle heavy, so it doesn't really have a summer vibe. Like When you think back to like the past summer seasons, last season was more of a kind of a festival vibe. I want to say the one in 2020 was when the world was flooded. I can't speak for 2021 because I wasn't there. Another thing that it is doing, they brought back mounts. So they brought back wolves and boars, but they also brought in raptors, which were really cool. Uh, the jumping in it, the jumping in there is weird on it. But also the the season passes just keep hitting. So this one right now, the I think the level 100 is Mega Megatron, right? Uh, Optimus. Yeah. Optimus, yeah. sorry. Optimus Prime. The season before that, or two seasons ago, I think it was Spider-Gwen. Last season, they had some Attack on Titan stuff. I don't know Attack on Aaron Titan. Aaron Yeager. Aaron Yeager. Uh, they've got Witcher 3 in there. They had Geralt. Ger- yeah, Geralt. Geralt? Geraldo. Geralt. <laughs> Geraldo. <laughs> they had Geralt in there two seasons ago. They've got Siri and Yennefer in there right now. They're purchasable, but still, it's pretty cool. 
And then they they did the redesign of the map. The last the last two, and I'm going on, I know, but the last two metas were very mobile heavy. So like you had the heavy, you had the I think it was called like the Warhammer that you could swing around and move. And then last season they had the katana, which you could like swipe into the air and ride. Now they don't really have a weapon that you can ride. The big new weapon is a boomerang, which is great if you're playing a team game and the team is like bunched up, it'll bounce off of people. But there's really, the only way to traverse is either a mount or a car. So I feel like they're trying to get back into uh, vehicles and getting around that isn't a weapon, ways of getting around that isn't a weapon. Uh, but I, I think Fortnite's in a really good spot. It's a game, I mean, I just played a few rounds before we hopped on for this uh, episode. So I think it stays. Same for Marvel Snap. Marvel Snap is one of those games they have the, it's a monthly monthly season pass. <laughs> so the, the cost of it adds up. I've bought every season pass since October. I believe that's called a got you. Got you. That is right? not a got you. No, it's not a got it's you. It's not a that's... got you. How, 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 how much do you spend a month, Nick? $10. Do you know how much I spent on uh, Genshin Impact? How much? You said five. You At one point, you said five bucks. I, I feel said like Star you're... Rail. Okay. All right. But still, it doesn't matter. Marvel Snap, they are continuously balancing the game. I know Gal- people really hated people dropping Galactus. There was a Galactus combo, and I forget who else was involved in it. But hmm, the developers have balanced that out. They're also constantly adding new cards. They're reworking how you can gain cards. So they have a Tier 3, Tier 4, Tier 5. New cards are Tier 5. And you can buy them with this token you can earn playing the game. You can also get them through the the collection le- the collection levels. You guys are aware of what those are, right? Where every time you boost a card, like let's mm-hmm. say let's say you have a rare card and you turn it into a an epic card, you get two points. You climb up. Right. You can get them through that. Tier fives are way harder to get that way. Uh, you also get a free tier three deck every or tier three card every season and cards. So like they may start out tier five or four, but they'll move them down to three eventually. So like ghost was a popular card that people uh, comboed with uh, Shang-Chi and what ghost does is, Hey, your abilities go last. So like if your turn, so like, you know, every turn, someone's stuff goes first, one stuff goes second. If you went first and you were going to drop Shang-Chi on that last turn, it wouldn't do you any favors that they dropped a card that he can't that he can destroy. So what Ghost does is let your ability go second. So if they pop a card that you know you can destroy, it will actually destroy it. Ghost was a tier five at one point, I believe. Now Ghost is tier three. So they really rejuvenated it that way. They just added a new game mode where you uh, you go through a list. You have like you turn in a ticket and you have to win three fights. And that gives you a ticket to the next level. And then you have to win five fights, ticket to the next level. That's been a lot of fun. Uh, they also added the the way to play your friends on there a few months back. That's been fun. I think Marvel Snap has done a lot to stay going. And it's mobile and on Steam. So, you know, it's one of those games where if I'm on the toilet, I can pop in and play a game. I can play Spider-Gwen the, on the toilet. You can do that in, in Genshin Impact, too. True true uh looking looking at this list i think we can cut warzone because if i'm not mistaken they're killing warzone one right i mean it was warzone two but even then no one really i mean i don't think the hardcore fans are playing it 
don't think any of us are playing it. And again, no. these are our lists, so I say Warzone's gone. I'm getting rid of it. Uh, going down this list, I'll get. Up, I'll come back up to Psychonauts too. Uh, Case of the Golden Idol. I don't think this is gonna make the cut. I only put it on there because they had a DLC come out recently. The oh, I just had the name Spider something Spider. It is the Spider of Lanka. It adds three. It adds three levels where you're guessing stuff. It's basically the same game. They updated the art style a little bit in it. So that was cool. I just wanted to send my appreciation out for it since it technically came out at the end of 2022. But with the DLC, I'm still considering it a continuing game, but I'm willing to get rid of it. And then Nobody Saves the World. This was my baby last year. This came out January 2022. They had a DLC come out this January. Or they had a free add-on come out this January, I believe, where they added a, I think it was called like the Impossible Dungeon or some, oh, where is it? I had it on here. It is called the, yeah, Impossible, hey, I was right, Impossible Dungeon, and it was free. And it added uh, a carnival-themed endless dungeon, which I thought was a lot of fun. I played it a little bit. I haven't touched it in months, but that's why I'm willing to let it go. And then the last game for me to defend up here, Psychonauts 2. So I was on paternity leave February to the middle of May. Or no, I'm sorry, the middle of April, I believe. And Psych Odyssey came out. That was the documentary, the in-house documentary about the development of Psychonauts 2. And it is actually something I'm still watching. So there are 36 episodes and the length of them vary. But just to like relive that game through a documentary that's 36 episodes long and kind of relive the the pieces of time that they went through on it is weird. Like I just got to the COVID episode and it like it kind of hit me like, oh fuck, like, yeah, that was like that March of 2020 was rough. And to see them going through that and to see everybody separating in that office to go on their own, like it hits and I played a little bit of Psychonauts 2 when it came out, but it makes me want to go back to it. Yeah, I'm going to say cut it. Cut it. Fine, I'll cut it. And Nick, I'll make a sacrifice too. I'll make a sacrifice for you too, Nick. Battlefield 2042. It doesn't make the cut. Snap that bitch out. Why why doesn't it make the cut? Why? Well, see, the fact that it took them practically two years to even get their shit together. I mean, look at games like Rust, Marvel Snap, Fortnite, where they actually listen to their communities way ahead of their time. It just doesn't make the cut. All right. It took them time to get there. Get the fuck out of your battlefield. Yep. Maybe next year. Jake, you got like 20 games on here. Yep, I know. Uh, you could cut League of Legends. Uh, the game is toxic once you get the rank. <laughs> didn't they wait? Didn't they cut like global chat though? No, what global chat's still in there? I could have sworn they cut global chat, like the the big chat with everybody in it. No, like there's a main menu chat that they cut, right around the time Arcane and Players was coming out. Um, so they what they did was I don't think they cut the chat because you can still chat in it. What they did is uh, it hides the 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 names of players. Oh, okay. It gives them like other names. So they it really cut them. it. So basically, it's streamer mode. It yeah. bans it bans them for saying gamer words. All right, but, taking league off. 
All right, so what we have left on this list, we have six left. We got to get down to three. Best continuing game, we've got Fortnite, Marvel Snap, Genshin Impact, Rust, Teamfight Tactics, and Brawl Stars. Between Fortnite and Marvel Snap, if I had to, if I had to pick one thing, I think it would be Marvel Snap. And what would that be? Why would that be? Yeah. Just because the game, they continued to update the game. This is something that could have eased. This blew up back in October. This could have easily died in the last few months, and I, it's still going. Okay. It doesn't feel like it's getting stale. The gameplay, like if for those who haven't played Marvel Snap, it's a card battler. You have the three different areas that you play your cards. you got to win by having the most points in them. The three areas always have like a different effect, and it's always random. Every game can be different. And yeah, there's a meta, but I don't hardly ever see the people, anyone playing the meta at my level, which is like in the 50s. So, what are we cutting here, guys? I mean, hmm. Genshin. No, no, cut Brawl Stars. Why, why Brawl Stars over you, over the other two you have on here? Uh, so TF2 you can play on PC and mobile. Um. It's chill game, whereas Brawl Stars, uh, it can kind of get frustrating playing with randoms. Um, it's a grind. It's very grindy. Um, especially when you want to get all the characters and stuff, all the power-ups. Like, it's either you pay money or you grind your ass off. So we're taking Brawl Stars off? Yeah. I think we can get rid of Genshin Impact. Why are we get? Is it? Is it? No, just there's not, reasons. There's reasons. So, well, <laughs> so like like I said with with uh, the Hoyoverse, they have branched out. They have, they're trying to like touch basically every genre at this point, or you know, trying to get there. And I think with like people who are still like corner humping uh, Breath of the Wild and all the new people who are just grinding in uh, Tears of the Kingdom. There's not, I mean, Genshin Impact is like a good in between, but really, realistically, you're either a hardcore fan have been playing it since close to day one, and I don't think they're going to bring everybody else new in because at this point, you're only going to have your hardcore fans in the the, the Reddit community, basically. And it's going to be the same thing as Star Rail here in the next year. I mean, I, I hope I stick with it because I'm absolutely enjoying it, but am I going to guarantee new people are playing it? No. With them. With them branching out into Honkai and other games, do you feel do you feel like Genshin has lost uh, some steam moving forward? I don't think it's lost steam. I just think that the the like, so you know, like you ever see like those mobile ads where they're like, "Oh, this is our 10 millionth uh, download," basically. You know, like you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. You, you get to that point eventually, and then like, what else is there? You're just basically gonna make money on the people who are still there. And the the ads you can put in for the people who are like, oh, I need to get like thirty points or whatever, or a free life or whatever. I mean, does it feel like they're still adding stuff to Genshin Impact, or is it kind yeah, of? No, they, like I it's... mean, they they are, but that's not all you need to be a best continuing game. You also have to have the 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 community there. And let's face it, you got you're gonna always have two sides always arguing what's better for the for the game itself, and it's only gonna be those who are loyal. It's not gonna be First, like Nick, if I told you right now, dude, you should totally play Genshin Impact. What's the likelihood of you playing it? I'd be like, yeah, I'm gonna go play Fortnite. 
my point exactly. You want something because one, they're constantly adding things Two, relevancy. And three, I mean, yeah, you don't have to spend anything in Genshin, but with Fortnite, you can at least work towards something where with Genshin, the likelihood of you getting something that's worth it is very low. Well, and when it comes to best continuing game, especially in the multiplayer side, I think the thing that really impacts longevity is the stories that you're telling when you're playing. So I see I see that across Marvel Snap, I see that across Fortnite, where yes, the the central the central experience is the same. I get gun, I shoot people, blah, blah, blah. But it's the it's the oh shit, I jumped off the mushroom in this one. I landed by the other team. I was surrounded by them. Pop, pop with the shotgun on two of them. They were down. They downed me. My team swooped in, killed the last two, and we got the Vic Royale. And with them, I'll even th- with them constantly changing things in Fortnite, that is something that really stands out to me. And I think I really just talked myself into Fortnite over Marvel Snap if I was going to get rid of one. And I'll even do you one better with Genshin Impact. <laughs> it's just... You don't have, do you have friends who play Genshin Impact? I sure don't. I have to play randoms all the time. Fortnite, you have friends who play with you. Rust, mm-hmm. friends who can play with you. Teamfight Tactics, friends who can play with you. Hell, at this point, at some point, Marvel Snap probably will do the same. I, I play with friends. I've got I've got some uh, I've got some private chats where we send the code so we can play together. Private chat. Okay, so then just like that, like we're Genshin Impact, uh, and this is not trying to you know, push any way away or from playing it or to to seem like I don't like it. But I believe that it's mainly a, a South Korean and Japanese game. Like when I get on there, I'm not seeing somebody from the United States currently playing. I get somebody from across the seas playing, which is not a bad thing, but they also, that's like their mindset of like, they don't, that's the game they're going to play. And I guarantee you if I play with them, their characters are maxed out. They have the best equipment possible. And it's going to be like, I, Remember when you play like Diablo three, you played with somebody who like had beaten the game 10 times, maxed out all their paragons and stuff like that. And you just started the game. Mm-hmm. That's essentially it. Well, it sounds like on Genshin, you're just running into a language barrier no matter what time you play. Well, it's not even so much of the language barrier part. It's just that it's different where like, you know, I maybe have like five hours to do something at the end of the day. And maybe I'm only spending like 30 minutes playing it. They're dedicated to like making sure they have like that hour or two to be able to play it. And they're going to constantly play it where I'm constantly switching between games. So are we cutting Genshin? Cut Genshin. All right, it's gone. Uh, we've got four left. We've got Fortnite, Marvel Snap, Rust, and Teamfight Tactics. Uh, I would keep Rust. Rust is just like you described Fortnite. It's a lot of storytelling. I mean, like, hell, there's a lot of content creators on Rust that tell a lot of great stories. Wayland, Blueprint. Just name two of them. And they're, yeah, like, I love Wayland. I love, I love hearing his stories. I hate playing Rust, but I love hearing his stories. Yeah, Rust is one of those games where it's like, it's more fun to watch than it is to play. <laughs> yes. But sometimes you, you just hop in and you're like, okay, I remember why I stopped playing for a bit. It, the game is it's hard if you don't know what you're doing because there's there's no mercy every now and then you might come across someone that's nice but no mercy yeah and there's a lot of it seems like there's a lot of system i whenever i watch it i'm like i'm a little overwhelmed here like if i jumped oh, in if i jumped in i'm sure i could learn it but when i watch it i'm just like wow there seems to be a lot of and there's not really know. a tutorial i remember picking up the first time spawn in the middle of the night and i'm like 
what the fuck am I supposed to do? I didn't know how to find rock. I did. I figured out the tree system finally, but even then, like, I don't think I've ever made it past uh, wooden weapons. I don't think I ever made it to guns personally. Oh, so you're primitive. You're. Uh, oh, I was primlocked. very primitive. Like I got crossbow. Crossbow was the first I got to it. Josh is primlocked. Josh is a fucking <laughs> caveman. <laughs> I I can't make anything past wood. <laughs> Would go boom, fire. Would go boom. So it sounds like we're between cutting Marvel Snap and Team Fight Tactics. Yes. Jake, what's your what's your case for Team Fight? Uh, I mean, they're on set nine. They're doing great. <laughs> they have a world's tournament that's diverse to uh, the whole world. But what about Yo, Marvel? What about you, my dude? Oh, I love it. What, what do you love? Like what do you, what? Jake, elaborate. How does that what I love feel? about it? Yeah, it's it's yeah. They have new seasons that make the game like so fresh. They update. They make updates. Uh, probably every two or three weeks. There's actually a list that the devs have of when the next update is going to be. So you're, so you know when to prepare. And I'll do like snapshots of uh, changes, buffs, nerfs, all that stuff, adjustments. Um, they're really uh statistic statistically uh they gave you that awareness of like what to expect in the game okay i'm I'm hearing what they're doing but like what are you enjoying about it because we, we if we look at fortnite it's, marvel snap and rust we've had we've had the conversation about like what we're enjoying about them when we're playing them what are you enjoying about team fight tactics when you were playing it so Team Fight Tactics, when I'm playing it, what I enjoy about it, it's it's freshness. Each game, each game is a new game. This is like auto chess, right? Yeah. So you have no idea how your board's going to be impacted because like the shops are different. Like the the game's not going to give you the same thing every every time you play. So I have to interject, Jake. All four games that are on this list, you just described. Every game's going to be different. Because they're all different games. But my point being, you said every single game you play is different. It's always fresh. Well, not every Fortnite game goes exactly the same. Not every Marvel Snap game goes the same. Not every Rust server you get on is the same. They're all different. And you're always going to experience it differently. I'm just waiting for you to sell me Team Fight Tactics over Marvel Snap or Fortnite. Uh, so Nick's still playing Marvel Snap. Josh, do you still play Marvel Snap? I do not. I still play Team Fight Tactics. I know you guys don't play Team Fight Tactics. Well, and I don't want it to come down to like, well, who's going to be the better arguer here? I just want to hear, like, why you would take Team Fight Tactics over Marvel Snap. Besides the fact um, that, besides the fact that they keep updating it and you keep playing it because, I mean, you could, like Josh said, you could make that case for all of these. You're right, but I mean, I see Marvel Snap. Being, you know, everyone knows Marvel characters, everyone knows superhero characters, whatever. Um, I don't know. Well, here, I'll, I'll, I'm the odd man out since I took all mine out. I'll do it like this. So, based on my own opinion and what I've seen in the past, you know, six months, I see and hear a lot more now of Team Fight Tactics than I did Marvel Snap. I feel like Marvel Snap was just a phase, and they're trying to make it more of something that it isn't, as far as like. They were, you know, they were at the the summer game fest. That, I mean, for in my opinion, that, that was a waste that of time. Was so fucking weird. <laughs> it was. I mean, how how old was it at that point? 
Uh, well, I mean, it's been in testing for over a year, but it came out October. So at that point, it was eight months old, 1.0. And all they really did was introduce one game mode. And even then. I'm okay with cutting Marvel Snap because I'm tired of seeing it everywhere else. I'm tired of seeing Marvel and everything. And I'm, yeah. I just kind of want to stomp them out like a little fucking cockroach. Like if they could take, if they could reskin it to be like The Witcher or something else, I'd be like, yes, yeah, Snap all day this is winning the category but i can i am okay with taking marvel snap away if you guys are take okay with taking it away i'm totally fine with no, it. that's fine it's a great game i love it i'm just not crazy about marvel so we've got fortnite rust and team tactics how are we ordering these who is taking because I, I not just because i play it every other day but i feel like fortnite is like leading the pack when it comes it is like you see all these live games shutting down and like seriously, I was on a, and we've got a category coming up for it later on. But I was on a list of all the live games that shut down in the last eight months, and it's funny because you look at those, and like a lot of those are trying to implement things that Fortnite does really well. No, I, I will give it to Fortnite. It's definitely, at least in front of these three, it's definitely ahead of the game. They've implemented implemented so many changes. The relevancy is high. I mean, between switching from Marvel to Star Wars to anime and manga, like they're they know what they're doing. I will give them credit. Oh, they're anime as fuck right now. Like anime every like every other day, it's a new anime on there. I don't know shit right. about Team Fight. I, the ODM gear was sweet as hell, but I don't know shit about Attack on Titan. I almost called it something else, uh, but yeah, ODM was sweet. Yeah, so I was I will agree. Fortnite being number one, I would no- say Fortnite. Russ, I it's I think it's ordered perfectly. Yeah, yeah. So we like this order: Fortnite, Rust, Teamfight Tactics. Yes, I I, st- yeah. I think I think Rust will never move to anything else other than maybe a new multiplayer game that outdoes it. But even then, I think it's going to be at least another year or two before we see that. All right. So I just mean, Rust is also on console now. I did not yeah. know that. So I'm going to read this for the folks at home. We've got best continuing games so far of 2023. Fortnite with Rust and Teamfight Tactics bringing up the rear. Guys, that was a good little, good little debate there. Good little debate. All right, up next, are you guys ready to get your listening ears on? Yeah, let's do it. All right, up next is best song. We've got a handful of things here. We're just going to run down the list in order. We'll click on them. We've got the audio all figured out, so... Uh, pardon, pardon our dust here while we make sure everything works properly. I've got two off the top here. Actually, I'm going to read all these off and then we'll come back. So the nominees for best song are Atone, uh, with the song Atonement and A Terrible Secret. It's two separate songs. We've got Blanc with Glissades is the song. We've got Dredge with two songs, The Periphery and The Doldrums. We've got The Last Spell with Commander's Theme. We've got the Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom main theme. That's going to be a contender, I feel like. Backfirewall underscore with two songs in the self-entitled Backfirewall and then main stage. Chained Echoes main theme. We've got Trance from Humanity, Dave the Diver Deep. Josh has Final Fantasy 16 on here with the battle theme and Typhoon in double brackets. Watch out. Double brackets are a threat there. Atomic Heart with Stoyet Dev Junkie. Very Russian. Little Gator Game with Forest. Street Fighter 6 versus Screen Theme. Topang 2 Serenity. Hi-Fi Rush making things as hard. And Melatonin Work. We got a lot of songs to go through here, guys. 
Are your ears ready? Yeah, let's do it. Do you guys have a plan yeah. on your computer? Or are you going to be listening through mine? I was going to listen to yours. All right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So here, first up, we've got a tone. A tone is a a uh, music adventure game that came out earlier in the year. So I think I got a terrible secret right here. And pardon, pardon my dust. Some of these are the same video coming through. Like you know, we have to click around on it. So this is a terrible secret. This takes place during a fight where you uh you're fighting someone that you know and like this big old see i don't want to spoil it for anyone that plans on playing it but you're defending someone's life and like you're hitting the buttons while you're playing this let me play it out for let me let it play out for you Yeah, so this game, the way it's playing out, it's kind of it's it's like a guitar hero light. You've got these four buttons you got to be hitting and keeping up with the beat. You got a fight going on in the background. The way the fight plays out, uh, it plays out based on how you're doing with the button presses. So like if you're fucking up, the enemy hits you. If you are doing well, you hit the enemy. This is all told through uh, Norse mythology, so it's very like uh, hyper light. It, it kind of has a hyper light drifter vibe to it. Uh, that is a that is a fight, and then I've also got another song on here. Let me pull it up. Okay, so here is here is the final boss fight. You're fighting the demon that killed your father. Not not really spoilers because he dies pretty early in the game. This shit was so fucking hard, by the way. Probably for you, old man. Let me skip ahead a few. Yeah, so that is... Those are the songs from Atone. Uh, great game, great music. The music was obviously a highlight of the whole experience. I'm okay with keeping Atonement for now I, and getting rid of A Terrible Secret. I think of the two, Atonement is the better song. That's fine. Yep. All right. Another, another one from earlier in the year. This is Blanc. This was the... Uh, adventure that Josh and I tried to play together on stream twice. multiple times, twice, that didn't go through. This is the baby fawn and the yeah the deer and then the wolf pup uh, running through the world together. This soundtrack was hard to find, but I pulled up. So this is the song is called Glissades, and this so there's a part about, about the halfway point where you get into an abandoned village, and it's snow covered, and you guys just slide down the hill. That's it. It's a beautiful moment. I think the music really, really just is great with the moment in the game. I'm going to play it for you.
and I picked that one just because I feel like it picks it. It kind of, it gives us, that's the feel of the game. A good majority of it. Like there are some dire moments where the music's very heavy, but that picks up on it. Just, it's just so peaceful. Like the rest of the experience with the game for the most part. For the most part. I mean, it's cute, but suck out. All right. I'm okay with cutting it. Not trying to cut them one by one, but here's here's a favorite of mine. So Dredge is the Lovecraftian fishing game that came out. I want to say it was back in March. Kind of has like a Wind Waker look to it. I picked out, there, there's a handful of great songs on this soundtrack. I picked out two that really stand out. I don't, I don't really have a moment that these two like evoke, invoke, but they have... They just they play randomly while you're out exploring the world, and you can just kind of get a feel for the world that you're in. So let me. This first one's called Paraphry. And these are actually back to back. So here's this other one. This is the doldrums. If it'll start. Just great piano on both of these, especially this one right here. Reminds me I want to go back and finish Dredge. I haven't. I haven't finished it. It's great. Those like I if there was one game, by the way, a side note if there's one game I could tell you guys to play, it would be Dredge. Uh, moving on, the last spell is a Yeah, it's a, it's a tactics game, right? You'd say it's a tactics game, Josh. I would right? say. Yeah. So this this one is a, a recent addition to the list. I picked up this game to review. I had the main menu just sitting there and I went upstairs to take care of some stuff. I came back down and this song was just blaring. And you know what? I wasn't mad about it. This is commander's theme. It's the main theme of the game. Oh, it's great. It's great. It's a banger. Must speed it up just a little bit. So it's got like this sense of wonder and incoming panic, incoming chaos. So I thought about it. You know what this theme reminds me of more and more each time I hear it? I was going to guess like a mix of Doom slash Castlevania, maybe. It gave me very much a Castlevania bloodlines, actually. Okay. All right. I can I can hear it. And it's stuck in my head. And the rest of the soundtrack is great, but this is like the standout. And the fact that they open with it 
It's, it's a banger for sure. It, it just gets you ready for what's coming. And it's a game where there's really no hope. Like they start you like you're defending, you're trying to get you're trying to end magic in the world. So you've got a wizard in your town, like trying to set the last spell to end magic. And you've got all these magical beings and undead beings trying to stop you. And they outnumber you. Like it, after a certain point, you get a number of the enemies that you still need to kill. And you only have, I think the most you can have is four characters and you have some defenses that help you, but otherwise it's like four against 200 sometimes. And the, the music just really does a good job of capturing that. Uh, moving on. I mean, do we, we have to play this one, right? I mean, yeah, almost by law we're required to. This is the one that might get the video shut down by Nintendo, but we're going to play it, damn it. All right, so we've got the Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. This is the main theme, the one everyone went bonkers for. I didn't know they had all these um, voice and company events in the beginning. Because everyone's going crazy for the saxophone in this, right? More than anything. Yeah. That part is really fucking good. <laughs> All right, I'm going to stop it. That was a full minute. I think it stays for now. I forgot the... That was awful. It was pretty good. Yeah, I don't know what that was. I think that's the reason, right? Copyrighted. Sound of Good Myers. We're going to capture that. I've got two right here. Back Firewall is a first-person adventure game where you are in a cell phone trying to stop an update. You're working with the software because it doesn't want to become obsolete. Beautiful game about letting go and, uh, you know, our are pushed to advance and how crazy that is. This is the main theme. And the thing I like about this main theme is they have like a chill version later on that just, it's an ambient version that plays in like a lounge. Let me turn this up. And it's just, it's got, it's, it's got this sadness to it. It also feels like, I don't know. It feels like you're kind of like in a field. No, I kind of feel like I'm in a Kia commercial right now, bobbing my head with you guys. I kind of feel like this is like a uh, Vice City uh, remake.
me skip forward a little bit. And there's like this game, this is this one of the saddest games I've played this year. Like it's got the it's got the humor of Portal in it. But it's also got all this meta cell phone humor going on throughout it. But it was so fucking sad. And I just did not expect it to be that sad. And then the other song. So the other song is that the other song comes in a really cool moment in the game. The song is called Main Stage. It comes at, I forget exactly what you're doing. I think you're looking for someone or something in a nightclub. And so in this nightclub, you have these headphones. You, you, you guys know what a silent disco is, right? Yeah. Yep. Where you put on the headphones and you have to tune into like one of the three channels. Yeah. So basically that's what you're doing. But when you change to one of the channels, it changes the song, but also changes like the area around you that you can navigate. It like, reveals the platforms really fucking cool moment and i forgot how good the song was let me play this for you let's skip ahead kind of feels like a john wick club scene right here there we go That's back firewall. That was a, a really fun game. I want to say that was back in March or April. I'm okay with cutting main stage. I think the main theme for back firewall can stay right now, though. Yeah, uh, yeah, cut main stage. That was still a really cool moment, though. Uh, Chain Echoes. This game came out mid December, late late December. This is old school RPG with the sprites. Uh, your characters are bad guys in the beginning. This is the main theme. Let's play this. So it's, it does the it does the thing that RPGs do when you open the menu. It starts out very slow, very, very oh, but then it it really like takes off. It kind of just like, hey, this world is mysterious. Here's an adventure. I don't think it hangs, but I, I did like it. It was always something that I looked forward to when I booted up the game. I from from your silence, I'm guessing it doesn't stay. I mean, I mean it, it, I mean, it sticks I like out. It. But I like it's it not... over. I like it over the dredge. You like it over the dredge games? Yep. I agree. 
All right, we'll keep that. We'll keep, hey, we'll keep that in mind. Moving on, we've got Humanity. This is the game where you are the little dog spirit guiding people, the puzzle game. This is uh, this is one of the songs that stood out to me. The ve- a lot of a lot of harmonizing in it. You'll hear it here in a minute. You know what? When I first heard this, you know what it reminded me of? Pokemon Gold and Silver when you get into the town of the unknown or into the cave. And they, the sprites kind of di- like you can kind of hear this in the sprites uh, soundtrack. See, I was kind of thinking uh, Final Fantasy VII when you make it to the. Uh, uh, the Where Aerith dies. Yes, uh, Forgotten City. I always yeah. called that Fish Town because wasn't there a giant fish you could run through? Yeah, the skeleton that you go up to, and then you uh, there's a little uh, piece or like a little puzzle at the top. You can press a button and it takes you to one of the secret chambers. Yeah, Forgotten City will always be Fish Town to me. <laughs> I like this. I don't see it sticking around with other stuff. No, I mean it's definitely here. different and cool. It's just different. there's so. Much, I mean, honestly, this is uh, and this is just personal opinion. Uh, you guys can agree or disagree, but this is such a huge uh, category. And it takes so long to go through all of them. And they're all fantastic in their own way. But we got to get this down to what three? Yep. So we, yeah, we, I'm okay with cutting humanity. We, I just yeah. really, I really like that. That was trance, by the way, for those wondering. This is this next one's also a new addition, but I think it's strong. I think it's really strong because I've only played an hour of the game, and I don't know, man. It's it. It's one of those games where I was like, okay, this is gonna be stupid. But I've totally bought into the characters. I've totally bought into the world. The music is great. Uh, This is from Dave the Diver. The song is called Deep. just got this relaxing vibe like hey you're about to go fishing and you know i don't like stardew valley but there's something about this game that has already sucked me in i don't it might be dave nick have you always wanted to dive into the ocean not after the sub stuff that's been going on no ocean fucking terrifies me well, as long as you're not a millionaire, you're okay. Well, then I should be fine for the rest of my life. You guys obviously aren't gelling with this. I get it. it hey, nope. it's the new kid on the block. Maybe it'll get. Maybe Dave will get his day on Goaty in December. I'm deleting. Josh, set, set these next two up. Yeah, so uh, Final Fantasy 16 just came out as of last week of this recording. Uh, and there's two themes so far. What I've played, there's two themes that are just fantastic. One, of course, that, you know, at this point, of all the Final Fantasies, everybody has one, the battle theme. And the battle theme is fantastic. So this is the main theme that comes up when you're in a fight that is not considered a boss fight. Oh, and there is a spoiler warning for those who are watching visually. Uh, not for this first one, the next song. I just gotta say, I'm I'm getting kind of like Final Fantasy VIII vibes when you're like doing that whole pursuit with the spider, the robot spider. Oh yeah, the X XDR whatever. Just, just the the way the music is playing into it. Yeah. 
You like the fin boys? <laughs> the, he stepped on the stick, and then everybody looked back at him. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. The music's there. Epic. I mean, you have to give credit where credit is due. I, I like it. Let's let's listen to this other one. So set this other one up. Okay, so this is so one of the big themes for Final Fantasy 16 is the uh, the I, the icons. So basically, for those who don't know what icons, those are the summonings, basically. Uh, so essentially, people are granted these gifts, and they beca- they're basically like used as war. Uh, Machines of War. And this one particularly is Ifrit uh, versus Typhoon, who is basically like the, the summoning of water. And this is their fight. And which is why I said spoilers for those who are watching visually. I love that design of Ifrit, by the way. Oh, dude, he says the F word. I like that. Is there boss music, Josh? You mentioned the boss music, and now you can't like leave us hanging. Uh, so there is, but it's it's a little different. So essentially, with the the icons, there's like each one has their own theme, basically. Okay, so there's no there's no like set in stone boss music. I mean, there there is. Um, it's just not as grand as the individual icon fights or the battle theme, in my opinion. Okay. I think those are both strong contenders and can stay, don't you, Jake? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Jake, you're so enthusiastic. Next up, Atomic Heart. Played a little bit of this earlier this year. I had to like struggle to remember it, so that probably is not going to hold strong for it. This is the standout from when I was researching. Let me pull this up. I'm actually going to fast forward. Very Russian. <laughs> and this track is called, uh, let me pronounce it, yeah, Stoyet Devjonki? Devjonki? Yeah, close enough. I don't think it sticks. I just wanted to point that one out. I thought it was fun. Give Atomic Heart its stay in the light because I don't think it's going to get its stay in the light in any other categories, really. So I'm okay with taking Atomic Heart off. 
Uh, little Gator game. This came out late December, so it's hey, it made the cut. Just barely. Just barely. So, so this is this is the Breath of the Wild like. That you know what that's going to become a genre, by the way. It, there it is a genre at this point, right? But you know how like we have like Metroidvania. Well, it just it's like you get the Souls games, like the Souls genre. It's it's going to be its own thing. The Breath of the Wild likes this is for so the music changes as you enter the different areas. You have like the mountains, the forest, you have the fields. This is and the the t- each song. So like it's called Forest, but it'll change as you go through different sections of it. Forest was the standout here. It's a cute little game. It's a whimsical. It's whimsical. Hey, any song where they beat Lincoln Logs together, you've got me. I'm not feeling the forest. This song just makes me want to take my top off and dance to it. I mean, it's very, very kid-friendly, in my opinion. This will, like, I know I play bees and trombone champ with Gus, but this will probably be like when he when he's ready to start playing on his own. This will probably be the first game I let him do that with. It's cute. It's a cute game. Not Fortnite. Not Fortnite. Sadly, no. Uh, okay, Jake wasn't feeling it, so we're gonna cut a little forest, a little forest <laughs> gator yep. game. I'm this, feeling it. This next one's gonna be a little harder to cut. Uh, this is the Street Fighter Six versus screen theme. So when you are playing one v one, you both pick a fighter. They both like say something to each other, and then they walk out the gate to this to uh, this this video. We have is a supercut of the three different ones that can play, but it's so catchy. And I was reading the comments on this YouTube video, and someone pointed out like, "Hey, this is gonna slap at Evo," and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, it is. It's one hundred percent going to slap at Evo." So this is the versus screen theme. I just watched all three Creeds recently, and I feel like like you would hear this song in Creed. Well, Creed Creed Three is very like I haven't seen Creed Three, but I remember hearing a lot of people saying that it's very anime influenced. Yeah, like you can feel the anime influence just oozing from it. I think this is a strong contender because again, this is going to be the fighting game for a while. Mortal Kombat One and Tekken Eight might come and take a little bit of of the people away, but I feel like this is going to be the thing for a little while at least in the fighting game scene. Oh, I agree. So yeah, we'll, we'll keep it. We'll, we'll keep, keep it. it. We'll keep it. Uh, another one is a newcomer. I'm reviewing Topang 2 here. I think it's it's either Topang 2 or Topang squared. I don't know. This is, you guys remember Fear and Fear 2? Yep. This yeah. is a, not a spiritual successor, but this is, this is Fear. This is Fear. So the game opens, you are like an agent that has been captured, and you guys know Clockwork Orange, where they're like erasing his mind with like the videos and stuff. Mm-hmm. You're basically doing that, but someone someone breaks in and like is snapping necks, they're there to break you out, and this song is playing while that is happening, and it really stood out, it's really catchy. 
It's kind of haunting too. So let me play that for you. This is called Serenity. And yeah, so this is playing while you while someone is you can't see them. All you see is their point of view, and they're snapping necks, stabbing guys to death. It kind of it kind of gave me remember Metal Gear Solid when Gray Wolf or Gray Fox is running through, just killing dudes in that hallway. Yeah, yeah. Kind of gave me vibes like that, and I think the music really played into that. Uh, this is so new. Like seriously, I've been playing it the past week. I think it'll it'll be around for a little bit. I'm okay with cutting it here. Yeah, I would say like, just like maybe like the song would probably go like it'd be great if it was added to the action and whatnot. But all we're doing is hearing the song. Yeah, I see that. Uh, and I was sitting there like, man, this would be way cooler if they could see what was like if they could actually see the scene that it's playing with. So I totally get that. I think I do think a little bit of it goes into. I think a little bit goes into, hey, would I listen to this away from the game? Yeah. But yeah, in that context, it's great. And you know what? I still have to experience the rest of the game. There might be another banger on there. So Topang will have its day, just not today. Hi-Fi Rush, this came out in February. This was the surprise launch. Making things as hard is like the secret track. It kind of plays in the credits. It's a sweet little... And it, it, Hi-Fi Rush is a game about... An, an, another game about corporate greed and advancing the human race I, I won't get into spoilers I think it's the game everyone should experience for themselves but this is the secret song oh, let me jump to it I think it's a touching song. I think as I'm aging and I have children now, I look back at like, what am I doing with my time? What am I making? And it makes me think of this podcast and how I enjoy doing it with you guys. I know Aww. I'm getting sappy. I know, I know, I Cut know. Em. But yeah, I, I like it. Again, I think there are better contenders here. Yep. Cut it. Damn, Jake. Jake's like, oh, you like making shit with me? Get the fuck out of here. You think we have we we have feelings here? No, Jake's no, like feelings, feelings are here. dumb. And first, first off, when I was I when I clicked on the link, I was listening to the first song on there. I'm like, okay, I get this one. And then you're like, oh, let me skip to it. I'm like, oh, it's not this song. <laughs> I did the same thing, honestly. <laughs> I think the main theme is good. 
I don't know. I just, I think the main thing. Mm. Nick got sentimental at the, at the very I got end. Se- I, I, it was between that. It was between the main theme and the song I picked. Now that I know you guys like the main theme, at the end of the year, I'm going to bring it. I'm going to bring it. And just by then, you know, there's going to be better songs out there. We're going to have to shut down. Well, and you yep. know, I was looking back at games I want to play before the end of the year, and I do think Hi-Fi Rush is on there, so it'll still be fresh in my head. Last game I've got, oh, last song I've got here is Work on Melatonin. Melatonin was the the beat game where you're sleeping, <laughs> beat trying game to you're sleeping, sleep. and you gotta you're doing all these different things. Uh, I think people compare it to Rhythm Heaven more than anything. This is a song where you're dreaming about being at work, and all the musical cues are from stuff you would hear in the office. The song is called Work, by the way. I like it. I mean, it's catchy. off the dance ability i'm keeping it for now yeah that's fine i mean it's it's very catchy it's definitely one of those like i, I can honestly see myself putting it on a spotify playlist and letting it play so hey we made it through the list let's see what is oh my god let's see what is left we gotta cut some shit out we're gonna cut i'm gonna let's let's recap everything and then we'll start making cuts we've got a tone uh the final boss fight i'm sorry we've got a tone with atonement we've got dredge with the paraphrase and also the doldrums the last spell commander's theme Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom with their main theme, Back Firewall with its title track, Back Firewall, Chained Echoes with its main theme, Final Fantasy 16 with its battle theme and Typhoon, Street Fighter 6 with its versus screen theme, and Melatonin with work. So I, I'm going to make it, I, I'm going to think I'm going to make an obvious choice, and it's mainly just to save us from any hassle. Legend of Zelda. Yeah, Zelda's going to, Zelda, there's this, I like it's gonna, it. It's going to, it's, it's going to get a lot. It's going to get a already. lot, but. I don't want to keep making that. It's I don't want to keep making that a reason. It's not my favorite Zelda theme. No, there's been better. I will agree. I think I think Wind Waker is still one that like top of my mind. Like that on outset. Well, we're do 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 do. Like it sticks out. This I like the saxophone. I like the vocals, and it doesn't really get me like in the mood for Zelda though. No, it's good for a trailer, and that was about it. Yeah. So we're gonna cut. Tears of the Kingdom. We're not doing it to be edgy either. We actually just didn't like it. I think both dredges can go. Dredge is cool. Yep. Dredge is very atmospheric. I think if you guys both play it, by the time we do it, uh, Goaty at the end of the year, you'll both have, feel a little differently. So that can go. A tone can also go. That song is awesome, and it really fits the moment. Again, if you haven't experienced it, I don't think it really stands out. Uh, I would like Back Firewall and Last Spell to stay here for now. I agree with Last Spell. Yeah. Back Firewall we can keep for now because we can probably get, I mean, honestly, Chain Echoes. Chain Echoes can go. Chain yep. Echoes can go because as good as it is, it's, it's just another RPG opening main theme, right? Yes. Bye, Chain Echoes. You're, you're good. You're good. We like you. you no, know, let's just go ahead and, and dub down Final Fantasy 16. I personally like Typhoon better. Than Battle Fame. 
See, I think I like battle theme better. Yeah, I like battle theme more. Yeah, well, then you're a Typhoon. That's fine. Well, what I like both. What, what do you like? What is more pleasing about Typhoon than battle? The battle music for you? I think it's just it. It has that little bit of retro, but also has that modernized like techno almost feeling to it. Techno? I don't remember. I don't know about techno. Let me pull that. Okay, back. Okay, maybe up. not techno, but like dubstep maybe i guess technically yeah i can hear the. i can kind of hear the dub yeah i like i can go with battlefield that's fine either way i figure we just we knock down one because the other needs the legs to stand on you know now that i'm hearing again i think i like typhoon <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> let me restart let me restart battle theme. Hold on. Yeah, see I like battle theme. Just yep. Okay, that, well then battle theme stays. Okay, just real quick, watch this moment where he steps on the stick real quick. <laughs> Nick, you're like every dad who laughed at the uh the Incredibles, where Mister Incredible throws the coconut at the guard. Yeah, I, it's dumb moments I, like that. I, me and Andy, I, just real quick side note. One day, me and Andy were talking about Disney movies, and I brought up how uh, Dad laughed at that, and she goes, "Oh my god, my dad did the same thing." And I said, "Did he go back and just like replay it like multiple times?" And she goes, "Like, oh my god, yes." <laughs> it's like it's just a Universal Dad thing, apparently. All right, we've got five left. Five left. We got the last spell commander's theme, back firewall, back firewall, final fantasy 16 battle theme, street fighter six versus screen theme and melatonin work. So street fighter six, like you said, uh, they're going to be playing at every esports event. Like you get someone on the main stage. Uh, they're going to play that. Uh, when esports, when the cast is about to go on break, they're going to play that. Like it's, it's, it's going to stick around for a while. That's gonna pop. Like I want to. I want to be watching Evo when that pops up. Like the first time that comes up, I want to hear the cheers. I'm so excited for that. So I think that's gonna. That's yeah. I think it needs to stay on. I don't think it's number one personally, but I do agree it probably needs to stay on. Uh, see, this is where I'm torn. They're Let all. Me... They're all. They are all fantastic, but I think Melatonin and Back Firewall. What about them? They need to be cut. Let me let me say my piece. I think Street Fighter Six and Final Fantasy Sixteen are great. I don't think either of them are number one. What's your number one, Nick? Right now, I'm split between Back Firewall and Commander's Theme. See, I I agree with Commander's Theme. I think that's number one personally. Yeah, I do. I I, I can agree to that much one. right now that it definitely was. After Nick showed it to us, like I was like, God damn, this is good. It actually makes me want to buy the last spell. I looked at it. It's 30 bucks. <laughs> I, I'm willing to drop. I mean, just, just for that soundtrack alone. Like that was fucking. I mean, it's awesome. It's a banger. It's, it is a banger. It's a fucking banger. It's a fucking banger. And like, as much as you don't need a compelling gameplay, you don't need a great story. You just give me a fucking badass fucking theme like that, and I'm sold. So I'm okay with cutting work. I'm still I'm still on the fence about back firewall just because that is, it's just 
it just catches it so well. But I mean, the other three on here are strong contenders. The last spell just immediately sells you on what you're about to play. Yes. Final Fantasy 16. It's bad. Like Final Fantasy is known for its battle theme. So you had to come strong with that. And that was as soon as I heard it, I was like, yep, this is a battle ass battle theme from Final it Fantasy. Is. And then Street Fighter 6, like going like you're already hyped to get into a fight. But just the way they play that. And then you know what they do? They play that. Your characters walk out in their special way. And then they do like a face-off where their heads are both there and you can move their heads to like interact. And it's oh, it just, it builds up to the fight so well. I, I'm okay. You know, I'm okay with letting go back firewall. It's great. I think everyone should play that game. It's a fun little story. Let me get all these on the screen at the same time together. Do we agree with the order? Last spell, final fantasy 16. Yeah, Fighter 6? I would agree. Yeah. yeah. Cause I think what's, Street Fighter has going against it is that it's only like a little a little snippet of a song like a, and even then it's going to get overplayed like uh, not in a bad way but I think it's going to be the song everybody uses for everything do you think by the end of the year we'll be like oh fuck this yes. song <laughs> yes I just no I wouldn't even say by the end of the year I will say by this time next year I'm going to be like please let 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 something from Tekken 8 have taken over or even Mortal Kombat oh I think Tekken 8 will probably have some bangers I know that's what I'm saying. I want something that they have to take over. All right. So, hey, I think we've landed at best song with the best song being Commander's theme from The Last Spell. Coming in under it is the battle theme from Final Fantasy 16 and the versus screen theme from Street Fighter 6. Congrats, guys. Our ears thank you for those glorious, glorious tunes. All right, guys. It's time for our last category of the day. Remakiest remake aka best remake best slash remaster we've only got a few here but i imagine there'll be a lot to talk about let's get right into the list for remake is remake we've got resident evil 4 dead space metroid prime remastered advance wars 1 and 2 the last of us part 1 and system shock okay so we'll start from the top resident evil 4 um so are we, we going to throw in any spoiler alerts for anybody who either one hasn't played the original or two played these or are we good to just we go can, full ham? Just go full ham. I'll put spoil. Hey, everybody, everybody listening. Are you, do you hear me? There are yeah, going to yeah, be spoilers yeah. for Resident Evil four dead space, Metroid prime remastered Advance wars one and two, the last of us part one and system shock. Okay, perfect. So Resident Evil four, um, Everybody's biggest worry was: Is it going to hold up to the 2005 version? Is it going to? Is it going? Is it going to stick to it in some way? But at the same time, everybody knew that Capcom said they were going to go horror with this one, where Resident Evil 4 is more actiony. And I think they nailed it right on the, at the head of the nail. See, they say horror, and I, like, I look at like the first village scene where like the, there's a lot more enemies. Is it more just that there are a lot more enemies and not that it's scary? It's just like, oh, shit, there's a lot more here for me to handle. Um, I, I think it was more in the sense of where when I first played the 2005 Resident Evil 4, I felt like it was a little scary, but I felt like it was easily manageable. I feel like with this one, the AI was a lot smarter and it was you had to juggle a lot more. So like you couldn't like you the old ways that you did things didn't work it's like the the uh the cheese where you could climb up the tower right next to the the locked door 
constantly going up and then dropping down. As soon as you climb up there, it collapses. As soon as the chainsaw uh, guy comes around the corner, uh, when you're running around, he actually cuts off one of your paths of escape and corners you, basically. I mean, all in all, I think it was just the sense of, like, you're either, one, trying to use old tactics from if you played the original, or it was your first time ever touching Resident Evil 4. It, there was a lot more to juggle, and it wasn't like you could just run around in circles, knife them in the face, kick them. You, you had to play smart. You had to be consistently moving, doing different things. Animal management was a, a bitch, especially in professional mode. You, I relied so much on the bolt thrower, or the, the knife thrower, whatever you want to call it in the game. I felt like, all in all, it was a much scarier, especially getting into the castle. The castle itself was fucking It was terrifying. I love the, I do love the redesign on the bosses. Salazar is the standout, because originally it was just, he was a platform fight. You stood on a single platform and shot at him. Now he's like, floating around an area, floating around the area. He kind of, he kind of looks like anytime I've watched that fight, it's reminded me of what is the, Oh, what is it? The evil within two. It kind of gave me evil within two vibes. Like he was a monster from that uh, game. Oh, the, the wife at the end. Yeah. Something like that. And, uh, there's still a lot of QTE in it, but it feels like not as much. Right. Like no, they, not nearly as, but I mean, like the whole the whole fight with um, uh, Sadler, not Sadler, um, Krauser. Krauser. You didn't do the weird knife fight. I mean, you did, but it wasn't uh, quick times. It was literally you got to watch it, and it honestly was cooler. Cool. Yeah, I'm not. Cool. Yeah, I'm not, the QTE that was like a thing that I didn't like originally. But yeah, watching. Watching the Krauser fight now, I'm like, oh, this like it's an actual fight, and now whenever that's uh, now whenever they're just fighting in a cutscene, I can just sit here and kind of fucking watch it. I don't have to. Yeah. Worry you don't have to about, worry about pressing a button. I don't have to keep my hand well, on the bumpers ready to go. Well, you know what the QTEs? I was like, at that time, that was. Oh, that, that was the thing. Yeah. That was yeah, the only, that was, that the, was the only way they could do it. Yeah, God of God of War really made it popular, and I, I think God of War and Resident Evil Four were kind of being um, developed at the same time. But yeah, I mean, all in all, fantastic um, execution. Of course, they made professional. You get your new game plus. Uh, I think the one thing everybody harps about is the uh, separate ways DLC not being a thing in here. Where when you play it in the original, you can play as Ada, and you know, get her side of the story. Where with this, it had more story for Ada. It had more story for um, what's his name. Lewis. Luis. But Josh, the Ada voiceover. <laughs> oh, yes, the Ada voiceover. Oh, God. I'm not saying it's perfect. I'm saying for what it is. So, to remake, they, I mean, it was that's like the, the best, other than the original one, was the best remake they've done. Three, totally missed the point. Four came back and solidified itself. I don't know. They, they cut my favorite boss, Josh. Four cut my wow. favorite boss. Wow. Wow. And I know, I know, wow. I know you three back in the day was probably just filler in four, but that was my favorite boss. Then why don't you have them make separate ways, Nick, and have that be a, the final boss in there? But also, I don't like this. I don't like this. Hey, we're remaking this game. Now we've got two Resident Evils in a row that have been remade where some, 
boss has been cut. I mean, what other? I mean, other than wait, what other boss was cut? Well, uh, the Gravedigger in three, and you three have oh, this one Jesus. cut. Jesus! I mean, no one liked Gravedigger. Only I you. Did. You, you, you said you, you do not. You're not important. Whatever. Not, wait, what did I say? I said, yeah, it's a shame they took out uh, Gravedigger. Doesn't mean I loved it. it. Wasn't like, oh my god, my favorite. No, never. First off. The, his name is in the title. That is my favorite boss, Nemesis. You've, the, you've, the best horror monster besides Tyrant that you can throw at me, and I would just sit there and take it. I would, I would become whatever he technically was supposed to turn Jill into when he shoved his tentacle down her throat. Go on, keep going. Uh, Pyramid Head was better, but Josh, what about Dead Space? Uh. I, honestly, another remake that I was happy that it happened. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I get why everybody would be upset because it basically is a copy and paste from the original. That's not where I'm getting at, though. I fell in love with Dead Space. It was probably the first Xbox 360 game that I picked up and 100 percented and I've loved every moment of it. And it's the same thing now. I, there's nothing that I didn't love about it. They They stuck to what it is. It's beautifully made. Honestly, I'm excited for Dead Space 2. Do I want them to make it exactly how Dead Space 2 was? No, because there were some issues with Dead Space 2. Did they confirm they're doing 2? Um, I don't know if it's been 100% confirmed, but I know there's rumors going around. I hope they do the same marketing ad. I hope it becomes successful because I... Did, see, I loved the trilogy. I've played all three of them. I've 100% at all three of them. I'm beat the dlc of three and found out what happens the secret ending did you watch the animated movie actually i did okay and i played the the wii it was yeah i think it was the wii game they oh they i forgot they had a wii game yeah and i did i think there's a wii u one as well i yeah i think they're maybe both wii either way i've played all of them i love every single thing about dead space and i agree that dead space 3 was definitely a letdown to, you know as far as what it could have been but they left it on such a fucking cliffhanger. I want more, damn it. And I want them, if if they're going to bring me Dead Space, fucking do it right. And so far they have done right with this first one. I think what really helped, I didn't really help, but I think it was kind of cool, was that Callisto Protocol came out a few weeks before Dead Space did. Yeah. And that was that was from a lot of the guys that did that original Dead Space, or some, some folks that did that original Dead Space. But it also kind of was like Dead Space in a prison. And see, I, I loved Callisto Protocol. Like, yes, did, did it have its moments? Of, of course. That's going to be every game. However, for what it is, I could see Dead Space in it, and I loved it. And once I, I 100%ed that one. Third-person third horror was having its moment back in late 2022, early 2023. <laughs> yes, I mean, it, for sure. Like, Dead Space and Callisto Protocol they were very solid games and yes i know both had their moments but however dead space in general it it has me sold i want a see i want a sequel or if not even a sequel give me some dlc at least give me like a in between right well and love it love or hate callisto protocol like either way it got dead space on your mind and yes. oh shit hey dead space is on like i think that was really like i think is it EA still attached to Dead Space? I think EA was like, yeah. yes, yes. We don't care if you love it or hate it. Yes, Dead Space is coming, you sons of bitches. And, I mean, 
it was marketed everywhere. I don't think for the longest time I can go anywhere without somebody marketing it. GameStop, Gamefly, IGN. Gamefly. Oh, even people who I consider <laughs> like more ca- like more casual players were like, oh shit, Dead Space remake's coming out. I gotta go play that. Yeah. So it sounds like that and Resident Evil stay so far. Res- uh, Metroid Prime Remastered. This was a surprise drop, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it was. Because everybody assumed it was going to be an announcement for Metroid Prime 4. And still we got this. It's still Hey, it still looks great. No, hey, for a remaster, it looks fantastic. I mean, I would never on, have thought. On handheld mode. <laughs> on handheld <laughs> mode. On, on handheld mode. Let's clarify that this, right now. This needs to be said on handheld mode. <laughs> if you play it on TV. Yeah. It is okay. Uh, it's okay. GameCube. No, I'm sorry. The Wii. The Wii made it look better. <laughs> but yeah, no. So for for in handheld mode, we're specifically handheld mode because console mode. Let's be honest, right now, or dock mode, it's bad. Yeah, but that's like that's a lot on the Switch. Like anything, anything anyone plays on the Switch, I think you, you, you should. If it's not like a indie game like Shovel Knight or something, I'm like, yeah, you should probably play that on handheld mode. Yeah, for sure. But besides the point, it definitely in handheld mode makes it look like it was not made in the early 2000s. Well, and I was really worried about the controls because we're GameCube. You had the one thumbstick and the C, the C stick, which mm-hmm. you can hardly call that a stick. It was and then a stick. to go over here and have the two sticks and have it still work really well. Still, it plays great. Boss fights are fun. I, I didn't miss scanning at all. I was like, ah, I could. Mm. Can we get rid of the scanning? Can I just? Can we skip all this scanning stuff? Yeah, the scanning was. Going back and looking at it, scanning was very much. I mean, and even then, to hundred percent it, you fucking had to scan everything, and you could miss shit because there'd be like a, a yeah. bird, like a fast bird or something that you had to scan or some shit. It's like, oh fuck, I guess I gotta come back into this room and try to scan that bird again before it disappears. I loved. I loved. So that was definitely one of my hates. I would even say like the the X-ray vision was kind of annoying too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Jake, good, good, good job, Jake. I yeah. think, I think that one can stay too. Advance Wars one and two. I, I don't, I don't think Metroid prime can stay. I think, it I stay. think it'll get removed. And I think Advance wars as well. And that's for a different reason, but well, I mean, I look at the rest of and believe me, it's a short list, but I look at the rest yeah, of this list and I'm like, what replaces Metroid Prime Remastered? Advance Wars well, 1 and 2, it's cool to have it in one package, but I think Metroid Prime and Advance Wars both suffer in the fact that both of these games were shelved for a while. Advance Wars for, for a great reason. Metroid Prime, just because Nintendo was like, we need something for later on. Yeah, we but, need something to like get us a little bit of pocket money, guys. Come on. We gotta, so, we gotta get the people ready. <laughs> My thing, yeah, my thing with Metroid Prime is that it's like, it just came out of nowhere. It's the same game on a different platform, and it's been remade a, a few times, right? Well, Not technically, really. they, they re-released the trilogy onto the Wii. That was more which, of a collection. Right, but the, and they did make some updates to it where you could use the, the Joy-Con the not the number truck but the joy con itself to aim uh which is what a lot of monitors used for uh using uh dual sticks on emulators which was really cool but yeah i i mean i did, so keep it on there for now but i think down this list it's 
the rest of this list is not that good. I mean, Advanced Wars 1 and 2, I agree. It's the same package. That's a good thing. But it got shelved. And yeah, it was for, you know, because of the Ukraine war. I, I but, still I still think Advanced Wars 1 and 2 are great games. No, I just, yeah. I just think they're, it's a better history piece. Like a better, like, hey, this is where this is where tactics gaming was. This is what mom and this is what mom and dad played growing up. Because like if someone if someone were to ask me, like, hey, I want to play like a little tactics game on my Switch, what should I play? I'm not handing them Advance Wars one and two. What I'm handing them is uh what's that game with the robots that I like to uh under the under um uh, fuck, what's it called? You didn't even think of a game. I know I I just had it off the I top of I was just gonna my... say Fire Emblem. Not even Fire Emblem, no. I know, but I'm just saying, like, if I'm, they're going to ask me for a tactics game, I'm Tom Fireball. So what started the, it all at this into point? Into the breach. If someone, if someone is like, "Hey, I want to get into a tactics game on the Switch. What should I play?" I'm not handing them Advance Wars One and Two. I'm saying, "Hey, go play Into the Breach. Like, this is a much better, deeper version of that. The animations are cute. The little cartoon people going to war is cute and all, but." Yeah, go play Into the Breach. Uh, and like you said, Fire Emblem. I'm not recommending Fire Emblem personally because, I mean, I don't I don't like the style of it, but there are multiple different games I would hand someone for tactics that aren't Advance Wars 1 and 2. No, and even then, why why would I spend 50 bucks, 60 bucks on Advance Wars 1 and 2 when I've got an emulator, a Steam Deck that can play the Game Boy Advance versions of the games for free. These were Game Boy Advance, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel like the art would be weird too, because you know the Game Boy Advance screen, very, very sprite heavy, very, it's favored pixels. Whereas if you're playing on like an OLED Switch screen, it kind of doesn't look right, right? It kind of, it still looks good, but it well, doesn't. Well, they updated the graphics and stuff for the Switch. Like it's, it's a whole remake. It's a whole remake, but I think when you compare it to like let's say you were running it on the switch and then you were holding one of the original games on a gba in front of you i think the you knows the difference would, yeah i think the gba game would still look but it's, it's an aesthetic is what i'm saying well yeah all they did was polish a turd and i'm not saying it's a bad game because <laughs> i'm saying a turd but essentially turd. that's all they did was polish it i just i don't know i don't think advanced wars stays no it's bye-bye i'm sorry you you've had your time probably went away for too long rebuttal rebuttal uh last of us part one i'm not crazy about this coming out 10 10 years so this was a cash grab with the show coming out oh it very much was this was a cash grab this was this wasn't done by naughty dog right this is done by somebody else right uh, yeah i'd have to look Go ahead and look that up while I while I say my piece. It runs like dog shit on PC. It probably still runs like dog shit. Let me see. Let me see what Steam says about uh, the the port. Let's let's see what the reviews are saying. Oh yeah, it's still mixed on Steam over here. I kind of I just I kind of want to read. I'm looking curiously vicariously because this is all, at the end of the day this is our choice so ps5 version september 2nd 2022 windows march 28th 2023 and it was developed by naughty dog published by sony interactive entertainment okay so naughty dog did do the work uh okay so here's some reviews loading simulator uh pc <laughs> crash simulator part one <laughs> i love it 
let's see. Well, those are the only short ones. I don't want to read these long ones. But yeah, just it's crazy because Sony Sony's luck with these re like well this one being this one being a remaster. They've already remastered this game, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, you know, game of the well, year. I mean, it's yeah, it, yeah. it it got the Resident Evil treatment where there was only what like three or four years after release, and then they the, had the GameCube version. Yeah, it got well. It's yeah because. I want to say Last of Us was the swan song of the PS3. Is that 20, oh, yeah. 2013? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the swan song. Yeah, and song. then they at one point they remastered it for the PS4. It came out like a few years later, yep. Or not remaster, I guess. It was more like a it was a upgraded. Touch. It was a touch-up. It got a little yeah. touch-up. Got a little bit of love, some TLC. And then we got this, and it's like, I remember I can't was it their lead director or lead producer or whatever was like this is not a cash grab this is for all the fans like dude it's a fucking cash grab don't insist like if it's a cash grab call it as it is and just accept it man just be like yeah it's a cash grab dude we need some money fuck I believe it go ahead people are gonna be stupid enough to buy it that's fine but don't sit here and patronize me and tell me it's not a cash grab as soon as it got announced I was like Oh, I bet you that show's coming out right around the time that did it, it came out after the show ended, right? Uh, like, no, I thought it was just as just it was like out. during. Yeah. yeah, let me let me double check the date on that since I'm on that page already. That was March 28th, so right around the time it ended because the show premiered in January. I thought it came out in February, but okay, yeah, I believe it. So, and it's funny because so we've got an interview that I did with Uva Bull that'll be coming out next week and in talking to him he's like yeah you know people watching the last of us not a lot of people knew that it was a video game yeah and i remember talking to other people like i think i think lane's parents watched the last of us and didn't realize it was like up there didn't didn't andy's parents also yeah they had they didn't know that either they watched they're still watching it and they're like have you seen it and i'm like uh no but i played the game and her dad's like oh like he looks at me like he's judging me but i'm like I don't know what you want me to say. It was a game before it was a show. I know what happens. Well, at the time, Josh was sw- swirling a bottle of wine saying, mm, I like the game better. Mm. <laughs> this is this is where I stick to my guns, damn it. <laughs> it, it. It was a cash grab. For sure it was a cash grab. Ran like shit on PC. I'm sure it ran five on P- fine on PS5. Well, yeah, they're not going to let their bread and butter be destroyed. Like, you make this fucking game work. I think the last of us part one can go. Yep. Yes. Okay. System Shock. This I did not play the original. I was aware of the original. For those who don't know, System Shock 2 is a major inspiration for BioShock. It might be I think BioShock's the spiritual successor to yeah, spiritual successor to System Shock 2. I think this remaster remake whatever it is of System Shock is going to be something that re like actually introduces a lot of new people to it. That being said, I think the game looks great, but with these other three, I don't think it stands out. I don't think it's really doesn't really meet that remakeiest remake or remastered remastered remaster because I don't think a lot of people played the original. No, I think maybe if it gets a good enough push by the end of the year, it'll be something. But for now, it's it's not there. It won't it's it won't make it. One, I think there's still there's still hope. What was that? I think isn't there? There's like a fan-made System Shock Two remake coming out, or I don't know if that got, if that got shut down, and now this team's like, ah, oh, we did the first one. Why not do the second one? But I think, 
It's a great game. I just don't think it's the most remakiest remake. No. No. And then there were three. I really think this category is going to come down to RE4 and Dead Space. And with Josh being the only one that has played both of them. I've played all three of these. Actually. You played all, yeah, you played all three of these. I've played Metroid Prime Remastered and dabbled a little bit on the RE4. Watched it more than anything. What, uh, what say you, Josh? So I have to give it to Resident Evil 4. Why that over Dead Because it sounds like you, Josh, you 100%ed Dead Space. I did. So Dead Space, and I had to look it up. There was like very minor differences, like very minor compared to the original and this. It's very true to itself, which is great because that's I fell in love with Dead Space. However, Resident Evil 4, even though they cut Nick's favorite boss fight, they cut him. They they kept kept true to what Resident Evil 4 was. They updated it, made it more modernized. They still let you explore the old areas of the original game. And it's just, it's, it's so well done. Like they, they, it's like, they truly, they are like, if we fuck this up, we may never be able to go back and remake Resident Evil games. They knew that. And they took like, yes, Resident Evil three, they screwed up so much and they lost so much faith because of it. I think that's why they sat there and they're like, okay, guys, if we're going to do Resident Evil 4, we have to do it right. From treasures to key items, boss fights, weapons, area designs. I mean, yes, a lot of it is still aesthetically the same, but they've made it so different that if you were to sit here and tell me, Josh, blind play, I'm not even blind play. Tell me the difference between like the church the whole, what the church area looks like in both games. They're the same, but they're also different. You don't jump out of a window now to help Ashley. You are climbing up to the attic of the church and you're sneaking out the back window as the they are searching for you. I think, I think you're right in that this was the most important remake that they've done. Just because, I mean, if you mess up three, I mean... Who gives a shit? Like three was also always like kind of the middle child. Oh yeah. So I think this was the most important. I think from here though, it kind of, it, and th- this kind of gets away from the remake is remake, but from here they kind of, okay, you remade four. Now what? Cause you kind of, you kind this kind of feels like either this is it or this is something that's going to build into these next remakes. Cause they've got five and six that are both middling children and they've mm-hmm. got Code Veronica, which is kind of like that that um, that kid everybody likes, but nobody really sees because he's off doing his own thing. So, and that's that's where they're kind of split right now. So, from my understanding, at least from rumors with Capcom, they are talking about either five or going back to one. Oh, I didn't even think about one because you could get because you also got zero. Oh, my God. And they and they they said they wouldn't go back to zero, but they considered making zero a part of one. Oh, I'm here for it. The community right now is torn between Code (laughs) Veronica and uh, Outbreak. 
So no matter which way they go, it's going to be very interesting. Based off of what they what they've kind of done with three and four, here's what I could see them doing: remaking five, and having five open with like the Antarctica part of Code Veronica. That would be cool because it reintroduces Wesker. It kind of serves as like a prologue to the game. And then they they cut out like all the prison shit and the dweeby ass Steve. They don't have to worry about that. Father, father, because you kind of you get you get the Ashfords with that prologue. You also yep. go into um, oh, Oswald. Is Oswald the other one? Oswell? I forget. Uh, the... No, it's um, it's Ashton. I think I forget who the main is. It or... It's not Orwell. Oh, you're talking about the the main guy who they where they did the five DLC where uh, Chris and Jill go to that man go to kill him and stuff. Yeah. Well, not kill him. They go to capture him, but Wesker is there to kill him. Right. So, yeah, you do that pro. You do the Code Veronica prologue, goes straight into five. That takes care of all the incest stuff from Code Veronica that you want to avoid. And then, and then you get into five and you got to figure out what you're going to do with all the racism. That's just what I think. I think they're going to, yeah, prologue Code Veronica into five. Boom. I like that idea. Someone get Capcom on the line. But I think four takes it. I think you're right. I think four takes the top spot. Because it feels like it was, it's it's true to itself, but it also tried some new things. Dead Space reintroduced everybody to Dead Space. It fixed some of the issues. Didn't it fix like the zero G stuff? Yes, yeah, fixed zero G stuff. Uh, it fixed the honestly all of the space stuff. So what, either you're in zero G or you're uh, in the spot where there's no oxygen. It fixed all that. The weapons were better balanced. The melee was better balanced because I remember running through dead space and being able to just use stasis on everything and stomp the shit out of it. With this one, I had to be smarter about what I did. The fact that you have to cut their limbs off to kill them instead of their head still fucks me up. It's like, oh, because I, I that, that was a game, the original, I just never got into because I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Oh, dude, I played the shit out of that game. Like I said, I 100%ed it. I 100%ed this one. All right, so Resident Evil 4, Dead Space, Metroid Prime Remastered. Yeah. Yeah, in that order. Yeah. Just the fact that they sat on Metroid Prime for like a year. It, it sounds like it was done in 2020, and they're just like, eh, COVID, let's sit on it. Makes sense from a business standpoint. But from oh, they they wanted side, to release They wanted to release some images or something from Metroid Prime 4, and they're like, oh, we don't have anything. Uh, pull it from the vault. Pull it from the vault now. Dude, Prime 4 will either be the last thing that comes out on Switch, or... Or it'll be it'll do the Twilight Princess Breath of the Wild where it will be because sp- Breath of the Wild came out on Wii U, right? Yeah. Yep. So it'll, Wii it'll, U and the Switch. It'll do that thing where it comes out on Switch and Switch Two or whatever the fuck they call it. Because at this point, Nintendo doesn't Nintendo. What they don't do is they don't no, do they don't. like two. Ver- the fact that we got two Zeldas on this is crazy. It blows my mind. But they usually don't do two uh two of their titles so. I think we get Metroid Prime 4 and then we're done cuz technically we ca- we already got Metroid on the Switch technically. Well, Nick, if you, you consider kinda, that. Mm. N64 they had Majora's Mask and Ocarina of Time. Yeah, but they built that off the same engine. So the fact yeah. that like Breath of the Wild, yes, it's a different Zelda game, but it's same engine, same world. Like they just were cut cutting and pasting and shit. So yes and no, but I mean there's always one exception cuz like the Wii had uh, Mario Galaxy and Mario Galaxy 2. And then the Wii U had whatever the Zelda was on that and Breath of the Wild. All right. Uh, so, hey. <laughs> Legend of Zelda Wind Waker HD. 
Yeah. Oh, oh okay. Anne Skyward Sword. I don't. I don't know if you. I don't know if you can include the remake. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you can include the remakes. Fuck it. The Nintendo's uh, Nintendo's on its own little fucking hamster wheel compared to the rest of us. Hey, most remakiest remake goes to Resident Evil Four with Dead Space and Metroid Prime Remastered taking second and third. Guys, we did it. We got through day one of Goaty So. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. It's not Goaty So. Goaty So. Oh! I'm sorry you guys don't like Goaty So. Quick recap on the categories for today. We had best continuing game so far with Fortnite winning and Rust and Teamfight Tactics coming in behind it. We had best song so far with Commander's Theme from The Last Bell taking the title. Battle theme from Final Fantasy 16 and Versus Screen theme from Street Fighter 6 coming in behind that. And then on best remakiest remake so far, we had Resident Evil 4 taking the cake, followed by Dead Space and Metroid Prime Mastered. Guys, we have four more days. Four more days to go through. Tomorrow, we are going through... Oh, these are some good categories tomorrow, guys. Tomorrow, we've got best box best oh <laughs> like who, who who's like hey i wonder what the best box is for the year so far and we're gonna find out best box so far we've got best new dev so far and we've got best moments so far so tune in tomorrow when we go through those we're gonna have a lot of fun guys thank you for hanging out today we'll see you tomorrow this has been smashing game time we hope you had a smashing great time we'll see each and every one of you next time <laughs>